it feels like beating a dead horse talking about something that happened to you so long ago, but if it's something that impacted you, something that happened during your childhood, during so such formative years, when you were so fragile, when you were so impressionable and gullible and naive and trusting and just forming how you viewed the world and yourself and love and care those ideas were just still forming it makes sense to think about them and still deal with it but even your own self gets tired of hearing yourself talk about it um sometimes people don't want to talk about trauma and therapy because they never talked about it before and it's going to be too much for them to bring up it's all going to flood them at once, and I get that. But on the other side of it, it's like people who've been through the therapy ringer and people who have discussed their feelings and experiences at length, it's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> or I don't want to just regurgitate all of this out and then hear you do it back to me. And it's like, none of it even sounds real. Like, hearing my story or what happened to me or the way my family is doesn't seem like a tragedy or a sob story it's just like the way it is and I can't really and then when I do hear it as an outside perspective and see other people's reactions to it at least as a kid it was always like pity it was like oh no this is bad like it was very um victimizing um, it just seems like a kind of like, um, rightfully so in a way, because it's a bad thing that to happen, to be like abandoned, or at least to be in the position where you could feel that way. Um, but yeah, since my biological mom wasn't in my life, I always had to deal with answering questions about People would say, when's your mom going to pick you up? Well, when's your mom going to um, do this? When is she, is she, is she going to make your lunch? Is she, can she sign this form? Will she let you come play? And it's like, there's no mom. <laughs> They're just my dad. And I know I'm lucky because some people don't even have that. Um, and then even... Though I am really lucky and he's so great, I still have times where I have to be like, oh, but here's where he fell short and where I deserved better and where I'm going to do better for my kids. And that's not a diss on him. That's just, it's, if anything, that's um, how he raised me to want to do better. You know, like that's the way he probably feels of his own life. Like he loves his parents and he doesn't, um, demonize them, but um, he didn't want to raise me the exact same way as he was raised. Um, which is really cool because even though I have to fight the generational cycles and trauma of my maternal side, my dad had already started that, um, the end of that on his side, where if he said something to me that was really hurtful, um, or scary to me, he recognized that. Like, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of one time in particular, he recognized it, 
He said sorry, explained why he did it, why I was wrong to do it, and that he's not going to do it again, and he didn't do it again. Like, he actually cared how I felt, and I could tell, and I felt loved. That's not something I can say about my mom. She did not make me feel like she cared about me or loved me. So that's why it's gaslighting when she or anyone else says things like, that she loves me it's like cool I don't care if she loves me I didn't feel loved by her I was a child I was a baby I should have felt loved like come on that's bare minimum like and I've talked about this before but the fact that I'm strong and resilient isn't because of going through something hard it's it's in a way it could be in spite of it maybe i could have been way stronger maybe i'm actually way weaker and way more fragile at least right now still or at times and or maybe i've always been this strong and that just showed me it and maybe i didn't need to know that i was that strong that early in life because really why should a little kid be thinking so much why should a little bit kid be crying so much and having such deep thoughts and deep emotions and having really nowhere to turn for the, to vent them. Like, that's a lot. And that's something I'm actually thinking about now with the end of the Trump presidency and after just all this collective trauma we're going through with COVID and terrorist attacks and, you know, and anything bad that could happen does happen and we're all traumatized by it. And what happens with that, I'm saying trauma a lot and I'm kind of just using that term loosely. I hope that's okay. But um, when that, what that happens is, especially as a child, is you just have to push that off. You just have to not think about that. It's too much right now. You need to just survive, especially as a kid who literally cannot handle that because they don't even have terms for it. They don't have any boxes to put things into. There's too many questions left unanswered too many things you don't know that you don't know so you push it to a side you dissociate then when you get older and things die down and you're safe you can finally unpack it and deal with it and at first it's like it gets worse before it gets better and like people it's only the second day yesterday was the inauguration and people are already saying like it's just trolls online but still people are already saying like why are you still talking about trump you're obsessed and it's like he was the president for four years he did things that were horrible on his very last day pardoning people getting or his very last days like getting rid of lgbt protections finally um saying that um what's happening in china is a genocide even though he's been told to be saying that for a long time and even exacerbated the circumstances there and then said some spiel about how biden's the one that um biden is gonna raise taxes and if that happens and he told us so even though trump is the one that signed legislature legislature that will make it so the initial tax cuts are actually going to lead to tax increases incrementally throughout the next few years. 
especially on lower working class. It's just like, yeah, I'm obsessed because it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, come on. And I'm going to be obsessed about Biden, too, and obsessed about all of it, too, if, you, if that's the way you're going to phrase it. But I'm just invested because this is important. But something that I also am very invested in is getting outside of that. And, like, I care about that because of my own needs right now and because of just my own values. But I want it to be, like, me doing things in an activist sort of way, just, like, stay informed in that way. Um, that should be for others. And then for myself, I just want to, like, divest from the whole thing and just not rely on any sort of government assistance as much as possible like I still need it right now whenever possible like I need that stimulus check I need like anything they can give me right now and I'm gonna try to apply for all those things but I eventually want to be to the point where I have like a community of and like a nice close-knit group of people who I can like rely on for certain things and then I can become mostly self-reliant for most and I don't want to have to rely on like getting married and having government sign off on that and I don't have to rely on government assistance and I want to have if I have a business I want to be able to be like if if some weird crash happened and then people were like we don't have any um cryptocurrency anymore we don't have anything online it's all only cash cash is now king again um I want to be that I want to be able to be set on that. I want to have like backup plans for everything, you know. And I think that's in a way um a scarcity mindset. I'm very scared of the fall of capitalism <laughs> and what what that's going to look like, but I'm already here, I guess. And um yeah, I'm just I'm wondering what the the childhood trauma mixed with all this collective trauma. And then I'm calling it trauma. I understand some people don't like that. But you can call it little t trauma. You can call it, you know, a very emotionally charged circumstance that impacts you later in life and your emotional regulation. I mean, that sounds like trauma to me. Like, I don't know why I've... Like, I don't know what people are on sometimes. Like, like okay, so trauma actually is supposed to mean it threatens your life. Okay, well, it does. Like, COVID's literally threatening all of our lives. And people are going to say, no, that's not a trauma. Like, it's... Like, okay. You can go ahead and say that. We all are... Like, even if we're not, like, older or having... Um, uh, disability or certain kind of ailment that makes us more at risk for death we're still all like very scared of something that is deadly like that and we're also scared of someone we know and love dying like right so like that's horrible and there was um a memorial for the four hundred thousand people who have died and counting um i'm not sure if i mentioned this recently but 
It's um, January 21st, and a few days ago, L.A. um, had to uh, roll back on some of the restrictions they had on cremation limits. They used to say that you can only do so many cremations in a day for air quality. They had to say, you know what, just go ahead and do them because they had 2,700 bodies at the corner off, coroner's office in medical centers. So, like, one in, a th- one in every three tests at one point were testing positive. Like, every 10 minutes, someone's dying. Like, and people are still, like, I'm going to work. Like, I'm still going to work. So many people are still going to work. So many people are still going out. So many people are still traveling. And it's like, I understand it's been a year. Like, what are we supposed to do? Just stay home? That's ridiculous. But it's like, it's all ridiculous. There's not a... The most ridiculous thing, and I'll say it over and over again, is our government should be paying us to stay home. It used to be Trump administration, and now it's the Biden administration. Our government needs to be paying us to stay home. That's what other countries did. We need an actual lockdown. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. That was what it was supposed to be in the first place. But we're just... We're letting people down. And it's a mass disabling event. It's what I heard one disabled person refer to it as. I'll have to look on TikTok to find her handle. But that's all been on my mind, and I just want to say that through it all, even though, like, with what I said in the beginning, I am resilient, and I am strong, and even though it's not because of this, and even though it might be in spite of this, I am, and I will prevail and get through this, and so will many of us. Unfortunately, it's, I, I cannot say all of us, and that's the really sad part. But some of us will get through this, and hopefully it'll be the people I know and love, and I RIP to everyone else. It's the grim truth of it, and I'm just going to have to focus on what I can change, and that's, that's small incremental changes, and still keep the bigger picture in mind, and not let people bully me out of being idealistic in times where it's actually a strength and actually an admirable virtue to have ideals that you want to see in the world and you're going to push for. As long as you're not being naive about it, right? As long as you're not being duped. But guess what? I have boundaries and walls and armor in place to make sure I'm never naive and duped like that again, right? So in a way, I've been through the ringer already. What is, what, what, what's a pandemic? What's an insurre- insurrection when I've been through childhood anguish and depression and just my own personal hell? These demons on the outside really mean nothing without a mirrored reflection on the inside. So that's what I'll leave you with.
you all. And if it's hard to be good, then just try to be okay. Dissociate. I can't say that word. Dissociate. 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 Oh my goodness. You dissociate. Dissociate. Is that the word? Dissociate? I'm dissociating right now. Dissociation. I just feel like they're missing an S there. Dissociate. Dissociate or dissociate? I'm really getting stuck up on this, but, um, (laughs) which is really funny, (laughs) but the point is that as a kid, you can't handle all that hard stuff, so you focus on the good, and you just kind of push all the bad to the side, and just kind of live your life, and 